Hello, everybody. This is the Reve cast. They almost at the Reve Fest. The Reve cast, a uh, Reve Love podcast um, dedicated to Red Velvet and etc. I mean, mostly Red Velvet is a Red Velvet podcast, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's a Patreon podcast also, but this first episode will be free and all the rest of the episodes will be previews. So please subscribe to our Patreon. It'll be linked in the show notes and also on our Twitter at the Reve cast and Instagram at the Reve cast. Um, my name is Mars. Uh, damn, should we do this like we do the shiny print? I guess. Um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I've been a Red Velvet fan since 2015 when Ice Cream Cake came out. Um, my bias is Sulgi. Sol- I feel like I've been saying her name wrong for years. No, I think it's Sulgi. Right? Yes. When I heard that guy Nathan say it, it sounded really different. And I was like, I don't know how to pronounce that. No, it's it's Solgi. I think we're good. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my introduction. Hi, guys. I'm Kat. I've been a Red Velvet fan since debut. One of the very few groups that I've been with since debut. Um, I did... I was around during some of the SM Rookie stuff, but not really super involved. Um, But we're going to talk about that today. And it's really good because I got a refresher on what went on, not only in SM during that time, but with the trainees in general. So I'm really excited that we're starting this. And yeah, it's gonna be, we're gonna be discussing everything Red Velvet, essentially. Yeah, and shout out to the people who didn't debut, cause there was a lot of, like that, that one SM Rookies Girl Group project that did not debut at all. Yeah, that yeah. was uh that was interesting. Wait, no, Ning Ning debuted from that. Oh, good for her. Yeah, I think she did. I think she was part of that the final round of girls and then she ended up debuting with Espa. So great Shout for out her. To Espa. Where is Espa? Espa? <laughs> oh god, let's start out with the member. So Red Well, let's start out with a a little light introduction to Red Velvet. So Red Velvet is a five-member group. Uh, they they have two different sides. Red side being like their fun and happy side. Also sometimes creepy. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Velvet side, which is sexy, mature R&B. Also sometimes creepy. Yeah. Red Velvet has like this, not weird, but like this underlying creepiness to it, which I really enjoy. And I feel like they also have an underlying camp to them as well. It's not oh, definitely. Just, um, like, it's very, um, I was watching a video earlier and someone said, like, sometimes it people don't get it because it comes off very themey. Like, you know, RBB and Halloween and... Um, RBB is the- so camp. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that they can do it and that they can pull it off and it doesn't come off, at least to me, it doesn't come off as cheesy. It just comes off as a really good campy video, (laughs) you know, that's just there to enjoy and, you know, it's fun. So I really appreciate Red Velvet's red side for that is that they are one of those groups. They just like to have fun. Like their concepts are always fun, whether they're creepy or they're meant to be a little bit more serious. There's always a fun element to it. Definitely. So 
we're growing from oldest to youngest. Mm-hmm. So we have Irene or Beiju Hyun, mm-hmm. um, leader, you know, main rapper, lead dancer, visual, original visual. <laughs> She's original visual. <laughs> um, and she is, isn't she from um, Daegu? Yes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, it have, does. <laughs> you know, her and Ki. Um, so then we have Sulgi Kang Sulgi, mm-hmm. main dancer, lead vocalist, and she's been like really coming through on vocals, like, well, since debut, but like, especially since I'd say since Bad Boy. Yeah, there's there's something I don't know what is with SM and their second vocal or second or the main vocal, whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. I. I talked about this on another podcast because we were talking about nct but they don't really allow not that they don't allow but they hold back their second vocal until a certain point yeah and then they just and then you know they just let them loose and that's very much an sm thing and i really noticed that with red velvet and then i went back to other groups i'm like oh this is actually a pattern hold on i've done the same thing with joy also because joy yeah like they hold like Wendy really does carry the vocals early on through, you know, uh, the discography. And then at a certain point, they, I don't know if they allow or Silky feels more prepared to be able to, you know, handle more vocals. And then Joy after that. And it's kind of like, wow, I wonder what it is. Like, what is that training process or thought process behind SM doing that? Yeah. Um, Mm. Speaking of vocalists... We have Wendy, mm-hmm. or Wendy Son, or like her YouTube name, Wendy, was it Wendy Shown? Because mm-hmm. I saw an old video of her collaborating with somebody on YouTube. Her YouTube is no longer existing, but I actually <laughs> do remember some of Wendy's YouTube back in the day. Yeah, she um, was actually really popular back in the day. Yeah, she, like... I didn't know, like, that would be the same Wendy, but it wasn't until I saw a video recently. I was like, oh, <laughs> that girl who's just sitting on YouTube all the time. Um, She is the main vocalist, obviously. Like, it's, it's Wendy. It's Wendy. <laughs> Shout out to her solo coming out soon. Yes. Um, and then we have Joy, yeah. <laughs> my girl Joy. I mean, I love all the members. Joy's not my bias, but like, I love it's just, you. Just love Joy. Yeah. Um, Park Soo Young, um, lead rapper, sub vocalist, sub where like um, <laughs> and then we have uh, well, we'll like we'll be like fully introducing her next episode, but mm-hmm. like Yuri Makne, rapper, vocalist, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> All around. I feel like they're all all arounders. Like they've I feel like they've all acted at some point. Yuri just got another acting role. They can all sing. They've all rapped at some point. Like what can't they do? I mean, hopefully they can come back. Speaking of (laughs) come back, um, so like what are your thoughts and like what what do you want to see from Red Velvet anytime soon? So I really am hoping that if there is a comeback coming up soon, I really want something on the red side more so on the more than the velvet side. I feel like with the velvet side, it's 
it has to be like exactly right. Yeah. Like it has to be like exactly what's going on at the moment with the red side. They have such freedom. Like they could, like I said before, they just want to have fun so they can literally do anything. Sometimes you just gotta be bold Bold and rock rock the the world. world. (laughs) Like, and I love that. That's what I really want. I want, I want a fun summer song from them. Same. Like, Red Flavor is still, like, you know, making people um, fail their exams over there in Korea. So, like, <laughs> Red Velvet, oh, my God. I can't, I cannot wait till we get to Red Flavor to talk about that. Um, that's that's going to be fun. What I want to see for Red Velvet, um, it's been really interesting, like, with the introduction of Irene and Sulgi as a unit, which we... Which was the first unit we saw of Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to see... Um, I, I would love to see a group come back, but I also would love to see maybe solo promotions for the girls, because I know we have Wendy coming up. Mm-hmm. And I think all the girls can hold their own as solo artists, but I'm, I'm not sure if, they, if all of them want to be solo artists. Um, that, yeah, that's a good like question. Like, Do, do they all want to do it? Because Silky has, has had a lot of collabs, like yeah. a lot of collabs, but never really anything like solo that's hers. So I, does she want it? Who who knows? We won't know until she tells us or we pass the next 10 years without the Silky solo. Yeah. Um, it, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yuri has also been doing like a lot of her own like stuff like editorials and youtube and like show mm-hmm. her own youtube show and etc mm-hmm. so yeah um it'd be cool to see what happens next with that um so uh you know i don't listen to k-pop that often because like mm-hmm. i don't know why i just i don't really listen to music that often these days to be honest i did listen to i use lilac some of it um but like what have you been listening to lately um, in the realm of K-pop, I've been listening to, I have been listening to, um, Red, like, Red Velvet. Rookie is the album that I'm really into right now. Okay, that's interesting. Because I don't know, I don't know, like, Body Talk. Okay, that song, <laughs> when I, when I first, because, like, for a while, like, I, I think I missed a few Red Velvet albums, um, and Rookie was one of them, because when Rookie came out initially, I did not like it. Um and then I heard it again and I was like, oh, this song is lit. So I downloaded mm-hmm. the album and then Body Talk came on and I was like, wait a minute, what is this? Yeah, Body Talk is just one of those songs that I will actively search for that song. And if I'm like, oh, I'm in a mood, let me make a playlist. Body Talk is on every single one of my K-pop playlists because it's just really good. That album, I think, in general, for me, is just like a hit out of the park. So. Yeah. I've been listening to that. Outside of K-pop, I've been listening to a lot of old <laughs> Spanish music. I can, I, I yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. My mom's been playing a lot of it in the house, so I've been just like, it's just been in my head, but that's about it. What have you been listening to? You're my celebrity. <laughs> um, Did you tweet? I, was it you that tweeted yeah. the other day? Okay. I was like, who... It's, it's it's one of you two, but I think it's Mars. It's definitely most likely me because I don't see my I don't see my other I don't see my friend listening to IU like that. Uh-huh. But like celebrity, I heard it initially. I was like, oh, I was like, whatever. I was rolling, rolling with Brave Girls. Um, 
yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, Brave Girls, quick side yeah. note. The miracle of the century. Thank you. Thank, um, you know, thank you to the military in um, Korea, which is not something I, I... I never thought I would think of military ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, y'all's rolling, rolling, rolling um, on, the, on those bases with that song. So, you know, thank you for um, helping... Uh, this wild like resurgence of brave girls and brave sound which they should be thanking brave girls right now yeah like i haven't heard aoa usually work with brave sound a lot but i haven't heard anything <laughs> <laughs> the pretty girls uh. oh, oh god but um yeah shout out to them what a what a comeback story like this is this is going to be told to trainees the story is going to be told to trainees for years to come you may not be successful for a few years maybe seven but then one song is going to stick like grits (laughs) and you're going to take off they they got to go on running man and all of that like they're really like taking off but anyway comeback also like and speaking of comebacks and but this is not really a comeback um in 2019, mm. before the promotions for um, Psycho by Red Velvet, um, as you as y'all would know, people who are listening to this, because you're probably Red Velvet fans, if you're paying for a podcast. I hope so. Um, <laughs> if you're not, you know, maybe you just want to get into Red Velvet. But um, Wendy had fell down some steps. Um, I don't remember what end of the year show it was. It was I, I, SBS? Yes, it was SBS. I was one of the guys that they were um, preparing for. And she fell apparently like very, very far off the stage. Like this, yeah. like she kept going and it was really bad. And we like, we didn't see Wendy for a long time. It was a year. And now like, and I think the first time we saw Red Velvet as a group, especially after all, all the Irene stuff, was at the um, SM Town live thing on VLive. Mm-hmm. And they performed Psycho for the first time as five. Yeah. Did I cry? Maybe. You don't yeah, I did to too. Know. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> I was like, I showed my friend that literally two days ago. I was like, Wendy was singing her ass off as a performance. Yeah, that was her first performance back. I would be too. If it was my first performance back, I'd be like, this is, you thought, you forgot, look at me now. <laughs> Speaking of Wendy, um, she's ha- she's having her first, like, debut mini album. Mm-hmm. Is it called Like Water? Yes. I'm coming out really soon. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm actually excited. You know, I, you know, I love a Taeyeon. So, you know, I'm going to, this is going to be for me also. <laughs> yeah. Same. I had a feeling that this would happen. I told my I told some of my friends this years ago. I was like, "Nah, it's not gonna happen." I was like, "You know, it's possible." <laughs> you know, Korea do love some ballads, so like, mm-hmm. I hope I hope this is really successful for her. I'm excited to see what the album sounds like. I hope there's like at least like an R and B bop on there somewhere. I have a feeling it's gonna go either one of two ways. We're gonna have an album with a lot of variety that can showcase all she can do, or we're gonna have uh own you voice situation where it's all ballad <laughs> um so i'm hoping it's the first one because wendy's voice is just too good to you know just you know give me a hand do. on me <laughs> well, we'll see i want something i feel like they might do something with choreography Ooh. if they really want her to have like full promotions and really promote 
um, on music shows. I think they'll do something with a little, a little bit of choreography, like not a ton, but you mm-hmm. know, IU and Taeyeon, like they do have their more sentimental Ooh. things, but they have like, uh, like why? I was just gonna say why. <laughs> uh, uh, mm-hmm. Like you know, something with a little bit of choreography and a little bit of you know fun in there. So I mean, like Water does sound like a ballad. Yeah. Album though. Um. I I forgot to mention during um also I've been listening to Park Bombs, Do Re Mi Fa Sol featuring Changmo. Um So good, I, by the way. I love her. Um, um Park Bomb Forever 21 bias. Um My yeah. too. The only reason I ever cared about anything at YG. Um sorry everyone. I mean I mean I care about things at YG now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, back in the day, like I wasn't, I wasn't really into boy groups. So, like mm-hmm. two twenty one, and SNSD with my girls. We can talk about it on a later episode. Yeah, <laughs> two twenty one versus SNSD, um, the fans more so. Oh, that sh- that would have been a good versus. Oh sh- yeah, a good K pop versus. Man, got shit. Yeah, Park Bomb. She is also my bias in twenty one. She's one of the most unique and fascinating voices to me like in the world like out of all singers she her tone is just it's ah like yg really had a gift like they really had a gift and they fucked it up (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that's what they do um you're right no yg women just don't go well together um (sighs) so let's get into our main topics call this from um I, this is according this called from sr18 sr18g to happiness um uh, i guess we can both collab on this sec i mean we're this is like a pot what am i talking about i'm just gonna cut that out <laughs> okay. so um a little history lesson from us both because in 2014 sm was going through it wild times wow um I mean, uh, I, I'm gonna get into the SNSD stuff. You can get into the XO stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had Taeyeon and Becky on dating, and mm-hmm. SM was not really, SM was not really handling that. And like, okay, dating, dating is not a scandal, but we're talking about two of the biggest artists <laughs> at SM dating each other, and like, mm-hmm. t- and like, secretly talking about it through like social media, and fans just being what they are, uh, just weird and crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. And they and like uh, Beckyon and like 
And Taeyeon had to be like their own like PR people for that time. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Yeah. Oh, uh, Beckham's an EXO, of course. <laughs> I was like, there's, there is still more EXO drama. Yeah, I feel like 2014, like we said, for SM was a mess. And it was their two biggest groups at the time that were really oh. had a lot just going on. Like you said, Taeyeon and Baekhyun from EXO. Luhan left that year. Chris at, left tw- in 2014, but after like Red Velvet debuted. I mean, that Sully, Yeah, Sully left FX. Jessica left SNSD. I remember we talk, we're saying left for um SNSD and FX. They got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, we're saying left because we don't know what happened. But and like there was other scandals too, like you know Hyoyeon and the alleged assault thing that happened. So SM either had no PR team, or <laughs> I don't know what happened to SM's PR during this time because. Every all of that happened at once. I mean, a lot of stuff in K-pop was going on. Like there was a lot of like it was like musically, like but also like like the fact that Sully got kicked out of FX just for dating somebody. But like the weird thing, everyone everyone at SM had dating scandals at the time. Like everyone, everyone didn't Young's dating scan dating scandal quote unquote. There was like three people in SNSD. I mean, besides Taeyeon that had dating scandals. In one year alone. That's what I'm saying. Like, where was... Did SM not pay their monthly s- subscription to Dispatch? Like, did they miss a payment? <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's what happened all throughout 2014. Actually, a lot of idols from other companies. Like, there was just a lot of, like, personal stuff coming out. And... Was, was Hansel Yi around that year? Was she doing Was she doing things? I, I didn't look into it, but maybe... <laughs> Maybe maybe 2014 maybe like maybe maybe 2014 popped so hard because of her. Maybe, but Let me actually look. Yeah, I look that up because I feel like what was the catalyst for all of this to be happening? Because like you said, musically, 2014 was a great year yeah, like, for music. Like FX came out with Red Light, Mr. Mister came out for SNSD. Mm-hmm. Boa had a comeback. Shiny was like being, you know, the best in Japan. Definitely. I wonder what what was happening. Henry Henry's Fantastic came out in 2014 and Two Heart. So musically we were all great. Yeah. Personally, everybody was in a blender because it was just out of this world. And and then, um, like SM usually does, <laughs> let's push a group out. Um, yeah, that's the that's the running theory that that's why Red Velvet debuted so quickly. I mean, that's the running theory with a lot of S, like a lot of Red Velvet comebacks. Yeah, and also S, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah, um, yeah, the. If you don't know, like, if you're new to Red Velvet and you're listening to this podcast, the running theory was that because SM financially wasn't doing well, PR-wise wasn't doing well, people speculated that Red Velvet's debut um, was kind of a way to, first of all, make money so the company could, you know, revive itself, and then also kind of gloss over everything that was going on at the time, which in my mind, it kind of makes sense solely because of Yeri. 
Yeah, because Yuri was not involved in yeah. the happiness, but she's. We'll talk about that later. Like, we'll when we get there. But like, yeah. Yuri's name will come up during this episode because it, it's weird. It's just mm-hmm. it's like Red Velvet. There's a lot of speculation around what Red Velvet like would have been. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I when when we get to the happiness section, I have I have some words for SM. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, oh, ooh, I, I have yeah, um, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you want to get? Let's get into the members. Um, mm-hmm. I want to go with I want to go with my bias first, mainly because she was the first member to be like revealed. Okay. Um, she started training at SM like at 12, 6th grade, 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I found out recently, um, she also did train with FX and she could have, mm-hmm. she like, it, like it's, it's like, you know, it's like a thousand people that could have been SNSD. So like yeah. there are rumors that she could have been in FX given the fact that she was also older than like the Machne in FX. Mm-hmm. Which like, I didn't know that, um, <sighs> Not Victoria. Who was it? Who who's a Mockney FX? Sully, isn't it? No, no, Sully's no. not. Sully is not. It's um. Damn. Here we here I go. Here we go. Now, FX is gonna come up because like it's um after the whole crystal. FX. Duh. Oh my god. Yeah, it's crystal. Wow. FX is gonna come up because I feel like Red Velvet was pushed out there because of what. SM was going through with FX at the time. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree with that. There's just no way anybody can tell me that because of what happened, not only with other people, but mainly with FX, that Red Velvet wasn't a product of that. Like, and, at least to some percentage. And I, I I think of it the way also that, like, Blackpink was released. But, like, I think Blackpink's release was at least more thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, she, <laughs> she's, um, six years in the training, um, she was announced as SM Rookies, also alongside her, um, teammate Irene, you can go into that and everyone. <laughs> oh, with SM Rookies. Oh yeah, yeah, SM Rookies, because we got, we have, we have Irene and Wendy in SM, but Wendy wasn't announced until like the year of Red Velvet debut. Yeah, that was odd to me. Um, that Wendy, it took them so long to announce Wendy as a member of SM Rookies because Wendy joined in 2012 and SM Rookies started in 2013. So they could have introduced her like right at the beginning. Yeah. With everyone else, but they didn't. And the same thing with Joy. Joy wasn't ever in SM Rookies either. So no one had really seen joy until pre-debut like, until this time here's this girl um she's really pretty and tall <laughs> <laughs> it was it, i i found that so weird like every member was in sm rookies except for joy and then they delayed wendy's sm rookies um here sm rookies when like when red velvet debuted yeah She's in the she's in the Road to Happiness video. Yeah. <laughs> watching Happiness. I don't know what they were trying to say. Red Velvet concept wise has always been a little weird. So like you don't know. Even this even this debut is weird because like the video, which we will get into later, but let's keep continue with the members. Mm-hmm. Um 
So Irene, you have you have more Irene than I have on Irene. Oh, okay. So um, Irene was cast by SM in two thousand nine um, as a freshman in high school. I think she's the oldest member as well. Um, she's I think she's like a year younger than me. <laughs> Which I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, what have I done with I my thought life? About that recently too when her <laughs> birthday came up. Um. <laughs> I mean, she's older than me, but like we're we're almost age peers. <laughs> oh gosh, we can't have existential crisis right now. Not on this podcast. No, no. no. Um. So her casting was kind of interesting. She auditioned and she basically failed and was like, "Why am I so emotional about this failing? I must really want to do this." And then, luckily, she got a phone call. Was you know, signed to SM Entertainment and also joined, like we said before, SM Rookies. Um, apparently, she had a really great rep- reputation within the trainees. Like, she was known for her dancing, obviously, her looks. She's the original visual. You know, Bo was tethered. Listen, like, she is to me, Irene to me is like, when I think of an idol, that's what I think of is Irene. <laughs> I can see that. She's like, oh, and I, like, like this is just hypothetical, like, in a, in a dream world. Like, I love Irene Red Velvet, mm. but imagine Irene amongst the members of SNSD. Oh. But also, I don't know how that would work. I don't know how that would work either, but I could see her being an SNSD. I, you know, she she came a little too late. Yeah, you know? Castle a little. But you too know, um, as I've been known to plug members and plug put members in groups. This is true. They they be over there recasting like Destiny's Child, like. Um. <laughs> but I feel like I don't think SM would have ever done that at that time because oh, not with SNSD, not with SNSD. I feel like they're not gonna pull. Uh, Shotaro and train for six months and stick them in a crew. <laughs> I don't think that's that would happen, especially for the time in 2009. Was Aunt Luna like? No, <laughs> this is not. Why, 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 why? <laughs> <laughs> the shortest training period I've seen in K-pop ever. And I'm girl slayed. Like, yeah. People, this is the thing. People that have raw talent or people that have trained for years before entering the trainee system. They're going to have shorter periods because they come in so far ahead of everybody. They're not starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. So if you got it, you got it, you know? Yeah. Um. So next we have... Okay, everyone in Red Velvet was born in um South Korea. And, like, that's, like, a misconception when it comes to Wendy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Wendy... um, Like, Wendy was... Ra- like, Wendy was born. She was born in Seoul. Mm-hmm. But she was raised mostly in Canada and, like, sometimes in Minnesota. Um, <laughs> I um, apologize to anyone from Minnesota. Um, so, like, when she was announced as an SM rookie, she she had only trained for, like, like less than two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, before she came to SM, like, she was casted for SM. Like, I don't think she even wanted to audition for SM. No, um, she, um, originally, she auditioned for a Cube thing. You sent off, you saw that video I sent you yeah. of her at Cube. In the back, um, Wendy Shone. hmm It was so cute seeing young Wendy. 
Yeah, she looked like it was like shocking. I was like, that's a baby. Yeah. Uh, also, she auditioned for YG, but like she didn't get past that. I have a friend that auditioned for YG. Really? How did? How was that? Um, I don't know. They just said, "I'm happy I didn't get through." <laughs> yeah. I don't think they wanted to do. I don't. Think, I don't know. If they wanted to do K-pop. I think they just wanted to get into the music industry. Ah, okay. Yeah, but they're a really talented singer. Um. So yeah, you got any more, Wendy? Um, just, she did the Cube Global Audition. She wasn't, she didn't win, but, you know, she ranked really high. Um, I mean, she's winning. Yeah, her vocals, even at that age, her vocals were amazing. And then to get into SM Entertainment, who has, like, the best vocal training in the K-pop industry, like, we knew she was going somewhere. We didn't know where, (laughs) but we knew she was going somewhere. somewhere. Like... And then we have Joy, who was announced when the group was announced. Yeah, secret weapon Joy. Literally, because like um, Joy, just like Joy is just built differently. Like she really is. Someone tweeted that she's the Megan Fox of K-pop. You know what? And I agree with that. I agree a hundred percent with that. Because if, even if you don't. Even if, even if you don't really mess with Red Velvet's music, which is interesting. Mm, um, <laughs> that's embarrassing for you. I'm sorry. How do you not... Like, Joy, like, just... She's, like... Something about her. Something something about her around dogs. Something about her... <laughs> like, her fashion shoots. Just... Her... her even her cameo in that um, Crush music video. hmm That was like, really cute. I love her. Like... <laughs> yeah. The thing about Joy with me is... Um, she, you can very clearly see her gain confidence throughout her career. And I think that is just such a cool thing to watch because in happiness, like when we get to the video, but I just want to mention like this thing, like she's very, um, you can see her confidence, but outside of that, like when you would see Red Velvet in interviews, like yes, they just debuted, they they should be, you know, nervous and everything. But Joy was very quiet. She was very yeah. quiet and very to herself. And you can tell she was very reserved. And you just see her progress into the woman that she is today, just with every comeback, with every interview. She gets more mature. She gets more confidence. Vocally, she improves a lot. She starts acting and doing all of these things. And I honestly, out of all the members, I'm very proud of Joy for how far she's come. So far. And I honestly would love a Joy solo debut. Mm-hmm. I remember telling people on Twitter, I, I want something in the vein of Blacks. I'm good. Um, <gasps> oh. for her like i can just see it mm. <sighs> okay so like in july what what was the date they were uh what was announced um i don't know the exact date but i think it was july 
25th or 26th, mm-hmm. somewhere around there was when SM said, hey, we're debuting a new girl group to kind of cover what we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> and on August 1st on Music Bank, um, they debuted with their track, which had not came out yet, but um, they debuted with ha- uh, Happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the debut stage today, and they look so happy on stage. They look, especially Sulky, because Sulky trained for seven years. Like, seven years, yeah. And, like, as a K-pop trainee, you don't know if you're going to debut or not. You may never even debut. And, like, yeah. I'm just happy that she got the debut. Like, it was so cute watching her on stage. Just, uh, it was, it was, and and also Wendy, because Wendy auditioned at so many places. Like, mm-hmm. all the girls. It's always a pleasure to see people debut. Yeah, after, especially in this kind of unique, unique situation where through SM Rookies, they were introduced to us. So, like, a lot of people that did follow them through SM Rookies you know, had this attachment to them and really wanted them to succeed because half of the SM rookie girls did not debut. Oh, God, not at all, but all the rookie men. <laughs> yeah, but all of... Hmm, hmm, interesting. Very interesting. But, um... <laughs> NCT, I'm looking at you. <laughs> well, how, how does it go? How does it go? No matter what they say... Okay. No, no matter, matter what, what they do, we gonna oh, resonate. Oh, God. I love Mark. Um... <laughs> Hi, Mark Lee. <laughs> Hi, Mark Lee. You're listening. If you're subscribed to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, it was really nice to see them debut. I remember I was still in Florida. Yeah, I was still here in Florida when SM announced that they were going to debut a new girl group. And at that time, I was not, besides Shiny and I think, who else? shiny besides shiny i wasn't really like so much into k-pop anymore at that time Mm -hmm. so when um of course i loved snsd but you know the whole jessica thing i was like "Mm, well yeah after jessica got here though i i also left i was like "Mm, yeah y'all have fun i was kind of yeah (laughs) oh that's a good song um i was kind of over it and then sm was like okay i'm like okay let me see what this is uh-huh. Because this could be my replacement to Girls' Generation. It wasn't, but uh-huh. I thought it was going to be that. And I was like, okay, let's just see what it is. And then Happiness came out. And if this wasn't SM's attempt at reggaeton, I don't know what, what Oh my, it okay, is. okay, I'm happy you said that. Because <laughs> they really tried. Like, mm-hmm. but like, it's it's still a very like... Disney, it's a okay. I'm gonna say this. Okay, so, so I came into Red Velvet in 2015 as an FX fan, mm-hmm. and the reason I came into Red Velvet because they reminded me of FX, mm-hmm. and this song reminds me of like maybe like like a song FX were released during the new ABO era. Yes, it would fit in that. And when the song initially came out, I was not here for it. Um, oh. But it, it like it, it wasn't until like I got into Red Velvet like proper when I started like listening when I listened back there was only two songs to listen back to after um Ice Cream came out but um I was like damn wait a minute happiness is kind of a bop um. Money. 
And I, and I stick to that. Happiness is a bop. Like, it may be very uh, Disney-ish, mm-hmm. but, like, it still goes off. I agree with you in the sense that when I first heard it um, on its own, I was not here for it. But when I saw the video and everything together and, like, the concept, I was like, oh, I love this. The video is really cute. Um... But also, let's talk about the video. So, um, in the video, Geary is in the music video at the beginning. Yeah. Um, also, some other SM rookies who didn't debut. Right. And for a while, people thought, especially after Yuri joined, um, that it was going to be like a rotational group. Yeah, they thought it was going to be what NCT is now. And, like, Lee Suman has tried that many times. Like, he's, it's like concepted, but never really fully went through with it. Mm-hmm. And it would have been really interesting to see if Red Velvet became that group. I kind of would like to see a rotational female group at um, SM, but also fans are not really, you know, they don't really read when it comes to like, hey, this is a rotational group. People yeah, we've learned. Yep, we've learned this already. After school, um, NCT Dream, um, yeah. NCT 27. Orange Caramel. Oh, yeah, we, it's just, I think in terms of a girl group doing something like that, I could see more SM first putting out a Super M version. Yeah. Than an NCT rotational type thing. I think it's more manageable. And I think it's just because the real the reality of K-pop is, is that boy groups do tend to chart and do better than girl yeah. groups. As sad as that is the world works that way unfortunately so i think because of that it would be smarter to do a super m girl group but who knows we'll see um if that were to happen i would like a collaboration between labels i mean that's basically eyes one (laughs) (laughs) that's basically ioi Oh, what a man, what a man, man what, what a man, man what, what a man. Like a, yes, yes, he, he is. is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played that today, actually. When I first heard that, I was like, wait a minute, what the hell? Like, I was like, K-pop. I was like, because I, I was like, I was a K-pop fan, but I still wasn't like, I didn't know who these new people were because I was still mm-hmm. like second gen. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. what is this? Um, that's but, when that's when I was like 100% chunga. Like I was like, that's oh, my I girl. saw her. I was like, "Who is this? Yeah, Who is the girl in the group right here." Um, okay, back to Red Velvet. Sorry, um, we we you know it's you know when when the topic is women, you know we can tend to ramble. Um, True. So, um, oh my god. So um, as I as I found out today, Chad Hugo was um involved in some of the production for the song. Mm-hmm. Which yes. um, Chad Hugo from the you know famous Neptunes with mm-hmm. Pharrell Williams. They've done things for Britney Spears and Sync, like a, a lot of groups, a lot of people. Like this, Neptunes are my favorite producers of all time, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Virginia was good. Um. <laughs> so um, back to the music video. So um, in the original upload, which um, I actually did see the like 
pe- people saw the original Upload when it came out because I was I was curious to see what the hell Red Velvet was. Mm-hmm. Um, in the original Upload, there um, are references to September 11th and the atomic bombing of Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Um, as I have in my notes, this wouldn't be the first time this has happened yeah. to a girl group at SM because in 2009, SNSD's Genie cover art had an aircraft used by Kamikaze suicide bombers and a slightly modified eagle insignia of the Nazi party on the cover, which was later edited out like everything in this music video. Yeah, and the thing is, is that SM never learns. So oh. I like I wasn't surprised. <laughs> Let's that- talk. Cause when when my bias came, this is this is this is years later. When my bias came out with that Confederate flag shirt on, oh, okay. I was like, why, 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 why would they do that? Yeah, it's just they. I I don't know why this is such a thing, and it's like a reoccurring theme. Like I get one time, like they messed up. It was probably part of something else. Yeah. You know, no one checked, but then we get this, and then we get something else, and then probably next year we'll get something else. It's just, can SM just like, hire me? There were like more controversies for 2014, please. Yeah, like they did not need this. They should have been double checking every single thing they put out because the last thing SM needed in 2014 was to have this happen with a group that you're trying to use to cover up all the other stuff that happened. And the like, director was like, "Oh yeah, I just like it was. It was. I just found some collages." And I was like, "How do you manage just to find uh, a, a thousand papers on the Hiroshima bombing?" Like yeah. for, your, for the music video, it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. So I, I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm glad they at least acknowledged it, and we're like, "Oh crap, we need to, you know, change this," and they deleted it. Um, but I mean, the good news was is that. For the time, this video had more than two th- two million views in you know twenty four hours of yeah. release. So, which was the fastest for a K-pop video at the time. Um, so that was great. <laughs> I mean, there's this new girl. Like it's it's been a while since SM debuted a new group. So like, I mean, well, not that because EXO had debuted like a year earlier, I think. Yeah, but girl group wise, like they hadn't it- had anybody since SNSD. Um, yeah, and people were like, okay, like, also, I think a lot, I think a few people were, like, hate-watching, like, as I was back in the day, because when a new, like, anytime there's been a new group at, like, a label that I, like, have a favorite artist at, mm. I, I, I don't know why I'm like this, like, I, it, it happened with Shine. I mean, not with Shiny, Shiny was my first SM artist, but it happened with EXO, it happened with Red Velvet, happened with NCT, only group it didn't happen with was Facebook. So I was like, you know, I'm grown now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have no reason. Like these girls, these yeah. girls, like I'm happy for these girls. Um, but like when I first heard about Red Velvet, I was like, okay, like I I, I remember I remember Solgi and I remembered Irene because that video that they did the choreography for Be Natural. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Well, the song, like I think at the time also my K-pop taste was not really um this type of music I mm-hmm. guess which is weird because I was an FX fan but Red Light had just came out so like you know Red Light was like consuming my energy and time 
And it was completely different from this. <laughs> and like shiny had R and B tracks coming out. And I think it like the it, the it wouldn't be until their next song came out that I was like, wait a minute, so the Red Velvet Girls, like they <laughs> they okay, like <laughs> I see it, I see it a little bit. It wasn't mm-hmm. until the ice cream cake came out, but I was like, be natural, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you weren't in the minority when you said that you were like hate watching because this was not very well received by the general public. Um, I mean, it was 2014 SM, so like, yeah. and like, like I think when it comes to labels and scandals, like the same thing happened with YG. People will just be like, "We hate everyone." The label, <laughs> yeah, I think, and this is where I get into SM really just set Red Velvet up for failure, Literally. and I'm so proud of them for being able to get past that and be who they are today because yes. SM literally used this group to cover things up. That's the running theory. Like, we all know it's true. Like, 2014 was a dumpster fire, so this is the only thing they could do. They needed to debut a group, they needed to make money. So, I get that, but they really did set them up for failure. They and later on, they set Yeri up for failure. SM did not have oh, to yeah, debut Red Velvet in 2014. They could have waited a year. Exactly. Yeri was too young to debut. They could have waited a year and set up for and have it set up for five members. Red Velvet got so much. Every member got so like, much hate. Yuri got, I remember that time Yuri got like, it was her graduation. And I was like pointing lasers at her during her yeah. graduation. Like, yeah. Uh. So they really set <laughs> these girls up. And it, to this day, I get so upset. Like, they're thriving and doing, you know, what they yeah. want to do now, which is great. But at the time, you could just see how bad SM... This is why I'm asking, like, where was SM's team? Because they weren't handling any of the of the scandals well. They weren't handling FX well at all. This well, like... Yeah, and they were... Even their new group at the time, they weren't handling they them well. They managed to slip up on debut, like... On, from day one... <laughs> They like, fucked up. From the MV release of the debut of a new girl group, they messed up. That's crazy. For SM Entertainment, a veteran company in the K-pop industry, the originators of a lot of the things that we have today, to do this is completely insane to me. Completely. Um, but, you know... um. Like even though Red Velvet came from a uh, you know big group, like one like the one of the biggest labels in like K-pop, um, as you said, um, it's it's been great seeing them uh, rise because like it's 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 kind of like you know predetermined that if you're from like one of the big three, you're going to be successful regardless. That's but so true. at the beginning, that was a little shaky there, like mm-hmm. because it was like this group had been essentially like. It's like it's like it's like it's like Aston was getting shot at, and they just pushed this group in front of them, like real quick. Really, yeah. Let's see if this can hold up. Like, and they're very lucky it did. Yeah, because very lucky. there's been girl groups that SM has debuted that they have not. Um, mm. and that was in the past. Um, I think it was like second gen actually. Yeah, like there was a few girl groups that SM had debuted that just didn't like 
they yeah. like they didn't succeed past like a first or second album, which is weird because like when you think of SM, you only think of like a you only think of like three girl four girl groups, um or mm-hmm. five now I guess. You think of SES, SNS, right. FX, Red Velvet, and Aespa. But, like, mm. you know, they had, like, um, damn, I forget that they name. They had The right. Grace. The Grace, Milk, um, another yeah. group. And, like. Every time I think about what The Grace could have been, I get so mad. Such a good group. Like. Such a, and ta- like, vocally talented group. Oh, yeah. Like, I think, hopefully this isn't controversial. I mean, I don't think it is controversial, but, like, probably the most vocally talented group SM had ever had. Honestly, like as a girl group, like I agree, and they um, destroyed that as usual. But you know what? They can't do. I mean, they probably will try to destroy Red Velvet down because where is Red Velvet? Um, but I think Red Velvet kind of like beat the odds. Like they like they stuck around, kind of like like yeah, they like they they won essentially. Mm-hmm. Um. There, there was a time when, like, I think, I think it was 2018, 2017. Red Velvet working their asses off, like, yeah. come back, back to back, albums, back to back, Japanese singles, touring. Like, I think they had like two tours back to back. I think they were just constantly on the road. Yeah, they but, were. Like, damn, like, can these girls, like, get some sleep? <laughs> like, maybe this is their sleep period. But like, 2020 was also. Well, no, not really, because Irene and Sulgi still had to prepare for their thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I just... but I love Red Velvet's debut, and it, but there's so much in the background. There's so much noise about it in the background. It's, sometimes it's kind of hard to enjoy <laughs> when you go back and think about it. Yeah. Like, and just the, the general public didn't really like it. The reviews were really mixed. Like there was no like middle ground. Like people either critics either really loved it or critics were like, "This is kind of a mess," but we'll wait and see what else comes. And I was like, "Damn, okay, I see." Game was a cover of SES's "Be Natural," which Mm -hmm. um, Sulgi and Irene had danced to as the team SR One Eight G, I think. Mm-hmm. And they had SR one eight B, Young from now NCT and Super M, um, Ty Track, Ty Track, Boomy Sister, uh uh, uh. Ty Track, <laughs> Ty Track. Um, oh my god so when this song came out i'm not gonna lie i was like okay these girls can sing like their asses off um the choreography was lit but also it, it was giving like no because this, this is a very third gen k-pop music video mm-hmm. they have like you know the the sets and we stick in that set like, like we just walk around it yeah 
and SM was known to do that for like a while during this time. <laughs> the famous SM box music videos. Oh god. And like the coloring, the way SM would color videos back in the day was oh interesting. Oh my god, that was so interesting. Like I would really just love to pick like their um whoever was on that team. I just like to like pick their brain and be like, what were you going through? <laughs> Because it was just giving me Twilight, <laughs> giving me Twilight, giving me, uh, but it was either giving me Twilight, but also on the opposite end, it was giving Care Bear. Like there was no. Oh my god, not Care Bear! It really was. It there was like no in between. Like wow. honestly, it was. I don't know. It was a lie. mess. When the song came out, I did not know it was SES cover. I was like, okay, Red Velvet's be natural. This is this is this is popping. Yeah. It wasn't until like I got into Red Velvet, I looked up Be Natural. I was like, who is this other group singing this song? Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know of SES. Like I I didn't I didn't become a K-pop fan until 2008, and I really wasn't checking for like all of K-pop like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Be Natural is still like a quintessential like even performance video for red velvet because like i feel like i feel like a lot of excitement for red for red velvet came from that irene and silky video Mm -hmm. oh that's why sm rookies was such a good idea like there are a few things that i'll credit sm for but that was such a good way to have people create attachment with these trainees so that when they debut they have a built-in fan base which i also think was another reason why red velvet survived was because they did have fans from the sm rookie era like they weren't brand brand new yeah. right out the gate because i think if that was the case i don't know i don't know how long this would have lasted given yeah. what some was going through especially when they added yuri and people like it, it, like it wasn't Yuri's fault. She got added to the group. Like I mean, as well, Yuri was supposed to debut with the group, but you know they got pushed out here. So like, it like this is like anything that happened in two thousand and fourteen, two thousand fifteen, like that was none of the girls' fault. Like yeah, not at all. That's all that's them, y'all. Um, <laughs> we OT five over here. Um, no OT four. So I know some of y'all be like, we don't like Yuri. How dare you hate the baby of SM? It's 2020. Like, I mean, it's 2021. Wow. <laughs> See? It's 2021. Oh, my God. 2014 was SM's 2020. <laughs> oh, my God. It was. Oh, oh yikes. Um, but it's 2021. Like, Red Velvet has had how many comebacks as a five-member group? They've done how many things as a five-member group? Like, if you're still holding on to OT4 by now... You just want to be mad. Honestly. Like. Like, you you really are just looking to be angry. Like, you, you can understand. Everyone's favorite SM. Huh? As a, how you hate everyone's favorite SM. Exactly. How you hate my bias. <laughs> everyone as like, everyone at SM loves Yuri. Like. She has a great personality. She just has that you know, really friendly personality. So Hi, I'm Katie. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I wonder if anybody actually calls her that. I don't think so. I 
Um, oh, speak, okay, um, so, like, the, like, I, I know we're not supposed to be getting into the following year, because this is not that episode, mm-hmm. but, and, to, and also pre-debut, Red Velvet were, um, practicing, um, Automatic mm-hmm. before they were five, and I wonder, like, like, yeah, the choreo's cute and all, but it looks, it looks, I can't really picture Red Velvet without five, because I came into Red Velvet officially as a five-member group. Mm-hmm. So, like, even watching Happiness and Be Natural is kind of like, okay. <laughs> but the thing is, and, and that's the thing, is that there was such, it was such a short period of time between Red Velvet's debut to when they added Yuri. Like, I don't understand, like, how that, atta- like, I understand if they were 10 albums in yeah. and added a different person, but it was literally a comeback their and a half. Their first mini, like, yeah. their first actual package of music. Exactly. So really, and it, it, that's when their music really took off was with um, Ice Cream Cake. Like that was their really first like general public really liked and saw potential in them was when they became a five member group. So I don't understand. I think I'm thinking about OT4 too much because I just don't get it. Uh, well, you know, we will be getting into um, Ice Cream. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say ice cream. Give me, give me, give me ice cream. We can talk about the lyrics later, but um. Oh god. Because I remember that song. I was like, "Ooh, this is a little so, um. This feels suggestive." <laughs> um, a little. <laughs> this was Mark Lee trying not to say sex for ten minutes <laughs> on Highway to Heaven. <laughs> it was that type of song. Deep. Go like at your love and don't repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What does that mean? Never had it like this. Real good loving light up your friend. So what does that mean, Mark? <laughs> Jesus. Well, oh. you know, when you love the Lord. <laughs> when you love the Lord. <laughs> no. Oh, we're so sorry, Mark. Um, but I did want to mention during this era, like Besides all of the things that, you know, happened during their debut, they actually ended up winning Rookie of the Year. Yes. At the Golden Disc Awards and Soul Music Awards. So, I mean, there's that. It wasn't terrible because someone, fans saw potential in them and, you know, it just got better and better from here. But I think Be Natural kind of saved it. Yeah, Be Natural definitely did, because, like, that's a classic girl group song, a classic SM song. And, like, they, like, choreography, like, everything was on point. Like, like, everything. Even turn my system up. It was, it it was what was to come. I think Happiness and Be Natural were great introductions to what the concept of Red Velvet is. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. true. We did get, you know, the red side track, which is happiness, and we got our velvet side, which is be natural. And but um red velvet okay. Red Velvet like SM did not stick to this. Um when it came to like <laughs> like they did it again for the next comeback. Mm-hmm. But like not afterwards. <laughs> it, was yeah. like, it was like we're gonna do it sometime. <laughs> But not like, all the time. You no, know, you might get two music videos. You might not. You might just get one, and like the Velvet tracks will be on. like a red velvet. A red velvet album would be like you know maybe if it was a red album, it'd be like you know maybe three red songs and two velvet songs. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, um, this has been fun. I <laughs> I'm really happy to do this because I like Red Velvet are like are, like my alt group. They're, like they're like after Shiny is Red Velvet. Sulgi is my alt also. Like Sulgi Tayman, like uh, uncover me now. Um, <laughs> as much as I'm like I'm not an SM stan. Like I'm literally. <laughs> I think we're just SM stands at, at the end of the day. Stands of SM groups. Stand, yeah, stands of SM groups. Stands of that fucked up company never in my goddamn life. But the groups go off. But the groups go... I can't make the music not slap. Oh, God. I um, can't. I'm sorry. Red Velvet. Red, Red Velvet, to me, is like... Oh, it's gonna sound horrible because I like I am a shiny fan. I I know the discography all the way through, but I know Red Velvet's discography like the back of my hand. Me too. Oh my god! And I think it's one of those things where um, SM is just really good at doing this. Is that B sides? Red Velvet are B side queens. Like, like to be honest, no other one. Like no one's really touching them. No one in the industry is touching them right now. Mm-mm. Sorry. <laughs> Jumping, jumping, jumping. Look at you. Sorry, I was listening to earlier before we recorded. No, it's fine. That song is underrated. It um, is. There's a lot. Okay. we. I can do a whole episode on underrated. We, we can do that. Um, Red Velvet songs. So, uh, this is a Patreon podcast. And, you know, um, yeah, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, um, you can subscribe to our Patreon, which will be in the show notes, or you can look for us on Twitter and Instagram at the Revecast. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be hopefully affordable. If it's not affordable, I'm sorry, but they w- we will be releasing previews um, mm-hmm. of episodes. Mm. We will be releasing previews of episodes, and uh, hopefully, you like what you heard. Like we're Red Velvet fans, we're honest about you know. How we feel about things. Um, honest how we feel about SM. Honest how we feel about music sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, but there's not really a ref up a song I don't like. So there's <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, come back for more. <laughs> yeah, definitely come back for more because we will be going over, like I said earlier, almost everything related to Red Velvet. So if you are new to Red Velvet or a seasoned fan, well, we got you covered. And, you know, and, you know, let's, let me talk about this for a second. Mm. Because, you know, I don't do that Twitter rah, rah, rah. Um, and I know, like, you know, fandoms love to fight for no reason. <laughs> so, um, Red Velvet FX fans and Aespa fans, quit it. Um, <laughs> and also, like, you know, FX will come up on this podcast because, like, that's their sister group. Also, like, Sulgi trained with them. So, like... Yeah, and there's Sulgi's a lot of... friends with members of the There's group, a lot yeah. of uh, musical similarities as well. So we can't cover some things and completely omit them. That's just not going to happen. Sorry. Yeah, we love Red Velvet and FX. Um... We love all groups at SM, mostly. Um, I think I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Super Junior too sometimes. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and this has been the Reve cast. Um, bye. Bye. <laughs>